Okay. Something different. Are we in? I don't know. Probably you're the one who's good at naming shit. Name this. Uh, boy. Uh, reasoning, seasoning. <laughs> I don't know. We can't use. That's that's whack. Uh, we could do uh, reasoning, seasoning, sound clash, but we could just call it. Just reasoning, seasoning. Five for five. You know I went to 50 Cent concert last night. Oh yeah. Shout out man like DJ Prospect. He shelled it. Flipping he crazy. Shelled it. So I remember I remember seeing that Prospect was doing it uh-huh. uh, when he announced it. Uh-huh. But then times just zipped forward uh-huh. and it's just like, oh snap. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I saw the other dates across the UK. Uh-huh. So it makes sense, yeah. It's it's tonight. And I saw that crowd and I was just like, the crowd was crowding. Mm-hmm. What was it? How many people? Fifteen thousand? Yeah. Mad. Weren't really 15,000. I thought it was 55. The tent was 15,000. It was close, though. Oh, okay. It was close. But the thing was sold out, though, right? It was sold out, yeah. So, well, no, it wasn't sold out, but it was close to selling out. Um, But yeah, nah, it was was a fucking dope. It was a dope show. Yeah, Prospect lit up. So he was doing the performing, um, the pre-performance DJ set. Yeah. And he just shelled it, man. He put everyone in the right mood. Mad. Do you know what I mean? It was dope. But people, so 50 didn't go on until like quarter to nine. Okay. Um, And Prospect went on at like quarter to eight. Oh, okay. Was there so, any opening? Actually, after? no, he went up at uh, half half seven, he went on. Oh, okay. He did like an hour. Then there was a 50 minute break. Yeah. Then 50 went on. Dope. But no, nah, it, was, it was dope, man. Was, was there any opening act or it was just Prospect's no, no. break? Just, just Spotify playlist from like five mm. p.m. when the grounds opened up. Okay. And then Prospect went on at half seven, did his thing. Then there was a small fifteen minutes of um, another uh, uh, of Spotify while the bands were setting up. Mm. And then Fifty came on and just shelled it. But yeah, I, that's. I'm glad I got to see that, and I'm glad Fifty basically. In 2020, I said, mm. I need to go to more concerts. Yeah. However, if I'm going to see an established artist of any genre, mm-hmm. they need to have a band. Oh, okay. Uh, up and coming, I can tolerate because they're new. Mm-hmm. I can tolerate them just turning up with an instrumental or turning up with just a guitar yeah. and doing a little solo acoustic set or with, with like rappers predominantly with the instrumental, a DJ and just a hype man or whatever. I don't mind that because you're up and coming. Uh, you can't be an established artist of many, many years and turn up and just spit over an instrumental. I'm not having it. I will okay. not put my money behind that. But that's wavy sometimes though, depending nah, on- Nah, 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 yeah. These level of artists in these big arenas, I don't want to see that. Ah, uh, okay. I need band. Anyway, enough about 50 Cent in Edinburgh. This is episode 68 of the 5 for 5, brought to you by the Reasoning, Teasing, Tag Team. I go by the name of Ellington, also known as Tone. I go by the name of King Sims. And today, we have got an absolute legend, R.I.P. the Great. Um, at the time that this comes out, it, will be his, it would have been his birthday yesterday, Thursday the 16th. So, for those who haven't seen the artwork, the one and only, ladies and gentlemen, Tupac Shakur. Oh my gosh, Tupac Shakur. He's l- legit my favorite rapper of all time. Nice. He is my number one 
top five, top ten, top twenty of all time. That the the he is my goat. Yeah, yeah, has. Okay. Closely followed by Buster Rams. Ah. Who gets left out of that conversation all the time for some weird reason. But anyway, that's a different conversation. But um, yeah, Tupac Shakur, man. Uh, was it a rapper, an actor, activist, activist, revolutionary? Yep. Mm-hmm. Thug. <laughs> <laughs> Gallus. <laughs> You know what I mean? Versace wearer. Yeah, man, all of them titles there. All of them titles there. Um, R.I.P. the greats, of course. You Shout them out every time. We had Biggie, we did Biggie a few uh, weeks ago, and that was hella fun. And today, for me personally, there's going to be a lot of a lot of personal favourites. A lot of personal favourites. So whenever I do this search, right, whenever mm-hmm. we kick off and I do some interesting fact searches, you usually struggle for, you know, for some facts that mm. are... But, yeah, for, for Tupac, there's so many different websites who just wanted a piece. Oh, you know? So there's so many different... Um, yeah, it's just... It's crazy how... So, I mean, the kind of facts that we're talking about here are things... Every single one of them on this interesting facts thing is something that I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's something I didn't know or didn't think about. Mm. Uh, one, um, it goes into uh, his relevance and, and interactions with the Black Panther Party, but mm. he's named after the last Incan ruler. So, um, you know oh. he what? Tup- you know he wasn't born Tupac Shakur. Yes, Tupac Amaru Shakur. He, he wasn't born. That wasn't his birth name. I thought Shakur was his birth name, but Tupac was given to him. I thought Amaru uh, Shakur was his real name. The whole name is, was given to him. His Wild. original name yeah. was, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, mm-hmm. Lesanye or Lesane mm-hmm. Parish Crooks. Wild. I'm just looking at that right now as well. So many, I didn't even know that until there we right go. now. Interesting fact, because I Very did not well. know that. My thing. So Tupac Amaru II was the last Incan ruler who led a large Andean uprising against the Spanish in Peru. Wild. There you go. There you and go. And I just pick your names or, you know. Do you know what the wildest thing about Tupac Shakur? Mm-hmm. Man was 25 when he was murdered. Yeah. 25. I remember, I remember in 96 he died, right? In 96 he, he, yeah, he got shot. Well, he got shot before that, but 96 was when he actually died. Yeah. I remember hearing the news and I'm thinking... I just remember feeling like he was a grown man. Do you know what I mean? And in my head, I'm like, but I've been 25. That's a you. That is a you. And all the things that he had, to, he was in the news for and all the rest of it. Now that I'm deep in it, I'm like, he's 25 years old at the time when he was, well, that's when he died. So imagine like a few years before that, when all this Wahala's got 23 years old. Of course he's wild. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's fucking unruly. But he was also, um, uh, Thespian, he was an actor, yeah. a poet. He did all of this art, he had all of these great artist, you know, achievements at, in his early 20s. Which is just bonkers. Fuck! Like, Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot for only being alive for a quarter of a century. So just imagine that he had more years on this planet. Like, He'd be 42 as of tomorrow. Mad. No, am I? Doing that correctly? So 41 as of tomorrow. 41, oh, okay. Blood. 
it's bonkers. That's what I say, man. Like, me and you need to get our act together, bruv. All <laughs> night, you know I mean? we're, we're, we're crouching, bruv. We ain't done none of that shit, bruv. None of Here we are bro. doing small, small podcasts, and this brother was winning Grammys and, and nah, just. Big, big podcasts, bro. Pla- platinum. Yeah, all right. Generation to come will speak of this podcast. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Another um, one before we dip in. His first rap name was MC New York. Yeah, because that's who he was born. Come on. No, no, Come it's weak, innit? It's weak, innit? Round, round one, one. I do believe it is your go, your turn to go first this year, week. Yeah. And I'm dreading what you're about to play because I hope you don't play my first one. <laughs> well, do you know what? If you do, I'm plugging this. So I mean, we're wrapping it up. I, I don't actually think, I okay. don't actually think it's going to be, but yeah, we'll get right into it. Round one. California. This is the tune that got me hooked on the vocoder. Oh yeah. Yeah, like properly I was like searching for songs with the vocoder because I was just like, yo, that is so ill, that's so sick. I don't know how it actually works, because all you see would like put the you put the tube in his in his mouth. Yeah. And just sing and I'm like, how does that work? What does it pick up why it has to be in your mouth? So I guess you're all you it's interesting because uh, you're, you're, you're blowing it, you're singing into it, but you're blowing into it, you know what I mean? But I just don't understand. I'm like, yeah, I'm like yourself, I've got a lot of questions about how exactly it works. Mm. That's a bit I just don't understand, is how it actually, what, like, why does it need to be in your throat? Like, why can't it just be a microphone like everything else that you use an after effect? Or? I guess just like a... Because it's got the keypad that goes with it. It's like a synthesizer. Yeah. So your, key, your keypad actions you know, whatever note you want it to come out in. So it's like modulating what's passing through. So if I'm, if, if the sound I'm producing is a low, uh, corresponding key is going to sound different. You know what I mean? Depending on what I'm doing. Yeah. So I guess from that angle, that's when whatever you're singing can come out. Mad complicated, boy. But I guess if you know how to play it, you know how to play it. Yeah, exactly. Props for that one. Okay, so that wasn't my number one, mm-hmm. and it's actually not even on my list because, as much as that is a fan favorite, mm. it didn't make even my top ten. Not oh, to wow. say that that tune is rubbish, uh-huh. but yeah, this is that, that's just a testament to how many bangers Tupac Shakur has. Oh yeah, like the fan favorite that everybody knows isn't even in my top ten. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay, cool. Um, However, I'm glad you didn't play my first song because this is, without a shadow of doubt, if you know me, you will know that this is my favorite song regardless of genre, regardless of era, regardless of anything. Anything. This is just my favorite song of all time. (laughs) Any more than that? But yeah, do for love. Um, that baseline, man, it's too much. It just it's it's a, it's a dominant baseline. You can't like you, what this baseline? Are you mad? Like I literally like I was having a conversation with one of my friends a few years ago, and um, 
it started by because he put up a, a status on Facebook. That's how long ago this was. Um, what is one of what are your what what's the best baseline in hip hop? And people were throwing out all these other songs. I said, "Keep that good for love." Closely followed by Buster Rhymes. Put your hands with my eyes to see. You know, that one. But anyway. This one here, where we, then we went into like different instrumentations and you know what's got the best strings and it, bro, that conversation, man, I remember it. It's so dope, man. But yeah, this is my favorite song of all time. Not just favorite Tupac song, not just favorite hip hop song, not just favorite '90s song. Favorite song of all time. I have yet to hear a song that gives me the same feeling. Is this? Yeah, and I and I love this song from the first time I seen it. On MTV Base. Remember I told you like my twin cousins, they used to record from yeah. my aunties. Um, they used to have, she used to have the MTV. Oh, okay. And they used to record it off that. So this is even before MTV Base days actually. So this was like early stage MTV. Yeah. And um, they used to record And I remember see, this video came on and I was like, what is this? And then the bass, and then I heard the bass sound and then the drums kicked in and then Puck came in. I was like, oh, this is sick. And I didn't even know who Tupac was at the time. Oh, okay. This was even before I was listening to hip hop. I was yeah. still running... Bashment and dancehall. This yeah. is what I was listening to. <laughs> so yeah, do you know what I mean? I've always loved this tune from a youth. I think I must have been about. I think it had been out for a while. Let me see when that tune actually came out because. That was no, that came out in yeah. That came out ninety seven. So I want to say. I must have been at least eleven, maybe twelve, when I actually saw it. Oh okay. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a solid, that, yeah, Do For Love. I mean, it's made my list as well. Um, it's one song that, like, from hip-hop music anyway, and in terms of, like, the visuals and just the overall feel, I hadn't seen many videos that weren't doing the usual standing in front of the bodega, like, especially stuff coming from, like, the whole East Coast, West Coast era. Mm. You know, you've got some sick concepts in there, like the ones that really took it far. Like the stuff that involved Snoop, Dre, all these guys, like Buster the Rams. big budget stuff. Yeah, the big budget stuff. But other than that, it was just like this was flipping animated at the time. Do you know yeah, I mean? it was, and yeah. it wasn't it a was different, some ta- different crazy types anime as well. style. They had the claymation, yeah, anime, uh, actual animation like cartoon, yeah, and there was another aspect to the video. But basically, yeah, like just so many different types of animation. Uh, and I was just like, this is just different. It's so different from everything else coming out in hip hop right now. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Ain't no shiny suit to be seen in this. Basically, he, he, he wasn't able to appear in the video, obviously, because he had passed away by this point. But uh-huh. yeah, his his estate did him, did him justice, I exactly. think. Exactly. Not the best Tupac video, considering yeah. that he's... Actually, no, it might be the best Tupac video, considering that he's not actually alive at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It came out like a year after he died. Oh, okay. Round, round two. two. Round two. A little sound like this. Oh, shit. <laughs> you done fucked up. <laughs> you done put two of America's most born in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. <laughs> There's an old YouTube clip of uh, Bring out the champagne glasses and the motherfucking condoms. All right, I'll be smoking. I think when maybe when they just ran and recorded or something. Ooh, early though, with the pinstripes. Yeah, it just looks white. You know one of these gigs where it's just like, he's wearing some kind of neck vest, like he did. Like, <laughs> with leather waistcoats. The, wa- the waistcoat with nothing underneath it. And it's all in white. Yeah. But you know what though? It looked cold. I don't know what it, I pulled it off. Like, it'll fit. 
Pac pulled it off. Yeah, he pulled it off. For real. I don't know. No one else could do that, but he did it, and it, and it worked somehow. So see, I guess for both of them, trying to be that Pinstripe suit era when Snoop had the little gold tee and the pinstripe suit and the and the and the perm after No Limit. Yeah. Uh, no, this is before No Limit. Oh, this, oh, this is before. Yeah, yeah, this is before. Yeah, the, the, the Death Row days were definitely before No Limit. Hundred percent. So this is what I mean. Like, this you reflected on, you know, some life gigs. Like, that's the one thing I think about when I write these pieces. With live Two instruments. America's most wanted, exactly. That's what I'm saying. We've missed out on even like Tupac doing like a 20 year anniversary tour mm. where he does all of these tunes with a live band. Yeah. Brother, can you imagine? Oh my God. I don't even want to think about it. There's certain things I don't like thinking about because it makes me upset that I'm never going to be able to witness it. Mm. A Michael Jackson concert, a Tupac concert, and just other, there's other things that aren't music related. But yeah, little things like that, bruv. Whoever shot my man in Vegas, you have to catch that motherfucker, man. He robbed me, personally. <laughs> um, all right, my round two has you got to be... He's living in Mexico and he's... Apparently he's in Cuba. Cuba. Oh, I thought it was Mexico. So. Apparently he's in Cuba. So. And then there was another man that said, that he, oh, you saw him in the Philippines. <laughs> uh, okay. mm. all right. Doing what? Chilling? <laughs> I mean, what else is he going to do? That's a bit of an anti-climax. <laughs> Some know. of this two of America's most wanted gangster stuff. Thug life. He was doing some thug life. <laughs> nah. He was eating an orange at the beach. Oh, <laughs> oh. Destroy a man's legacy. <laughs> like, let man, I'm, I'm quite happy thinking that he's passed away and just left music. Ah, exactly. Um, right. My round two. I don't even know if this needs an introduction. But I'm going to try my best. This has got to be the most passionate song Tupac has ever written. Now, we know he's a poet. Mm. And this has got to be the most passionate song he's ever written in his life. The sheer emotion that went into these bars, I don't think he's, I don't think he's been met ever since by anyone okay. in the rap game. <laughs> you know how much disdain it must have stunk up the studio he must have come in there and just ranked it up bruv he must have just said you know what i hate these niggas and i'm gonna let the world know and i'm not just talking about one of them niggas i'm talking about all of them every single one of them are catching corn on this rhythm right now bruv Every bar had a new target. Bad boy murdered on wax. Brother, there's a part where you think he's just stopped rapping, but he's actually continued rapping. And it's right, bruv. Bro. What? And that's what I'm saying. When you when you when you meet people and they're very passionate about certain things, yeah. let them alone, you know. Leave them alone. Mm. Cause that passion can turn. 
Yeah. Don't don't mess around with them. When it's in your favor. Hey, when it's in your favor, it's all systems go green lights all the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? The trajectory is in your favor. Mm. Once they turn on you, yeah. missile. It's a problem. Bullet forget. <laughs> so here's a question that I, that that was there a specific incident? man said don't want you got sicker cell or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but like, wh- what was the basis of? I know he came out and he said mm. like he banged Biggie's wife, who was Faith Evans, right? Mm-hmm. But was there any detail or anything that backed this up? Like, they used to hang together? No, nah, like, Biggie knew that they were friends. Oh, okay. So, uh, the thing is, I don't ever, I've never, point. I don't remember hearing a quote or reading a quote that where Pac actually says, yeah, I've, no, he does. In this song, yeah. he says, yeah, I fucked your so wife. you claim to be a player, but I banged your wife. <laughs> okay, cool. Nah, he does. Yeah. But again, I don't know if that's just hip-hop. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? But because everyone knew there was rumours circulating before that. Oh, okay. And he just kind of ignored them, from what I remember. So he just kind of ignored them. And like it was like, oh, yeah, he said he banged your wife. Like People are saying he banged your wife, but he's never really addressed it or in public. Yeah. He never really addressed it. But then he'd come on a, on a song... After all of the speculation, they like, yeah, do you know what? Yes, I did. Aye. But. It was an easy mean? win for him. To That's what I mean. Like, war. it's an easy target to go after. Because it's in the first two bars. Aye. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. West side, when we ride, come a quick good game. You claim Did to be a player, but I fucked your wife. The third bar. Mad. The third bar. No respect. <laughs> <laughs> round, round. Ring, ring, I've been dying to hear up with this one because. This was supposed to be my round one, but obviously California love won out over this. Troublesome nigga. The way he parts just like swings from right to right, like on the way he was very basic. With, yeah, with all due respect, it was all very basic. I mean, look at the likes of LL Kuda and even Run DMC. I mean, to be fair, they were they're not more 80s. Yeah, I think, I think, in terms but I think, like, yeah, well, in terms of people, like the, the people who took it to the far, like really in their pocket, pocket with the, the bar structures, and that, yeah, people like Big L, like, the other side of the and you've got people who are like Wu Tang actually, they kind of changed the way that all the basic radio play rappers, yeah, they were pretty much sticking to the formula, yeah, and then you had the and then you had other people coming out and just hitting the pockets differently yeah. with different rhyme schemes, but yeah. Some genius shit, but that's again, that's the difference between you can tell he's a poet. Oh, yeah. He doesn't stick to formulas, he speaks and he, he he gets his message out and then alters it to rhyme somewhat. Yeah. That's kind of how I pictured Puck. One hell of a Because the story is more predominant than his rhyming and his flowing. Yeah. Obviously, he's known for like, together as we ride. Into, you know what I mean? He's yeah. got that kind of like, he's he, he, he's got his trademark like kind of enunciations, but effectively you there's always a story in there. Yeah. 
You're not just rapping about random shit. There's so many people who came out, like, obviously, because we did Biggie recently, right? Mm. There was the likes of Gorilla Black, remember him? Who sounded yeah. Like but then there were so many people who, obviously, no one who was famous who actually made a hit. But there was a lot of people who came out trying to sound like Tupac. Like, a oh, crazy yeah. number. Oh, yeah. And people just weren't here for it. Do you know what I mean? Nah. All right, cool. So that's your round three. Round three, yeah. Okay, my round three. I spent... Oh, huh? Was it not my round four? Mm. No, that was my... One, two... Oh, yeah, that was my round three, yeah. yeah. Um, right, so this, my round three, I spent a good while in my room mm -hmm. learning the bars to this tune. Okay. To my unborn child. Oh. The, the Liberian girl instrumental by Michael Jackson. Um, MC Light also had a version of this prior. But yeah, I remember when I heard this tune, I was like, oh shit. Had me thinking I had unborn children in this moment. I'm because since I'm born a while, I guess I never get to see many things on the present. Bless the still living, trying to earn every penny that I'm getting. I'm reminiscing. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, like the way he has a theme, he has a, a story to tell, yeah. and he just words it so that it rhymes. Rhyming for him just seems to be the secondary motive. Yeah. The telling of the story. Let's get the story told. Bro, honest to God, it's sick as hell. Round, round, four, four. A particular uh, favorite of mine. This is one chilling in the crib. This ain't, this ain't for the whip. This ain't for being out partying or whatever. This is just in the crib. This might come on one of my playlists. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely yeah. nice. I was addicted to the dark side. Somewhere inside my childhood witnessed my heart die. And even though we both came from the same places, the money and the fame made us all change places. How could it be through the misery that came to pass? The hard times make a true friend afraid to ask. A currency, but you can run to me when you need. And I never leave, honestly. Someone to believe in, as you can see. It's a small thing to a truth. What could I do? Real homies help you get through. And come anew, he do the same thing. Up. Call the cops, bringing a solid change. I'm telling you. Who's the singer in this? Because uh, this isn't the version that I've got. Yeah, so on this one, it's Richard Page and R.L. Hubbard, right? So it's actually... Yeah, that's what I thought. Nah, there's the remix that recently came out. Nah, I'm talking about off the original Tupac album. Oh, I don't even know what album it's on. I actually just put it on. Yeah, I've got this video. RL Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. But this one's been re-recorded, obviously. But like, nah, the original version, it doesn't sound like the vocals, the chorus vocals sounded different. 
No, so yeah, I yeah, miss because RL, yeah, he does that a <laughs> hell of a lot better, hell of a lot better. But yeah, man. All right, cool. Um, my round four, and this when this song came out. Hold on, I'm just gonna double check us some. So. So this song came out like I think maybe a couple days after he died. So this was the last like music video that he was in. Okay. And because it came out a few days later, people were like, nah, he's still alive. Like, nah, why would they drop this if he wasn't already if he was if he was actually dead? Yeah. They would have chilled. So um Hold on, yeah, because he died, what was it, September 13th, 96? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I think so, yeah. Oh, let me, let me, let me. I thought it was 95. No, no, 96. Uh, so, he passed away. Let's see what Wiki says. September 13th, 1996. Oh, okay. This song came out September 15th, 1996. And as a result, everyone, you know, the conspiracy theories started and da 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 da. Yeah. But yeah, big, big tune. And obviously, in the film, in the music video, he's playing an angel in heaven. Yeah. And he has to, like, let go of his his strain and his you know his resentment or any kind of like emotional baggage in order to pass through the gates and this is him offloading to his friend you know he's kind of like saying like oh look bro whatever's happened has happened i forgive you i'm trying to move on you know what this song brings back so many memories so me and my neighbor at the time right? so where we stayed we used to go listen to so many things if anyone knows about Zimbabwe and the logistics where Marlboro, mm. my neighbor used to come over to the fence, check if I was back from school, come around to the crib, would sit and try to pen rap lyrics to learn them. Oh, this so, you, so you wrote them out? Wrote them out, what yeah. You thought they were. And you'd rap them to each other to see who's actually got the lyrics down pat. Do you know what I mean? All right. So this song was like the favorite. And then eventually we saw the video. And we were rapping along to the video. And we thought we were the coolest thing on the planet. And when I look back at it now, I'm just like, some people would How old are you? You'd have been like, 10. Yeah, about 10 at the time. And I'm just thinking like, the young Elon Musk of the world were over there inventing something. <laughs> All sorts of madness. And there I was, <laughs> with my neighbor. <laughs> but yeah, so the thing goes, man. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, See what happens when you have a comfortable life, bro. <laughs> you just soft life will make you an idiot, blood. Just wasting your time. Round, round, round. Like mm. 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 
we're talking about. Just this is the barbecue, bro. Yeah, this is the barbecue. Early door yeah. barbecue. This, when, barbecue. this is when the, when, when the olders are still around. Yeah. Because the vibe doesn't sound violent. Exactly. It doesn't sound sexual. Yeah. It's like, oh, and you know, the auntie's not really listening to the words, but she can hear the... But you got that one out. She's doing a little, little head rock. Yeah. Is this Tupac? Do you know that your sons listen to Tupac Shakur? <laughs> the one Arnie. The one, yeah. The one Arnie that no one likes. He's out here piping up. Just stay back quiet there before you get extradited. <laughs> you and your badass kids. <laughs> A 90s, 90s chorus, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Proper. It's, it's up there with... Um, so on the playlist that I've usually got, this is like flipping after Will Smith's Summertime, this tune plays. There you go. You know I mean? sense, those, yeah. those kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so actually, you've made me rejig. I wasn't going to play that part to keep with that vibe. Okay. And just give it a little bit more oomph. Oh, man. Turn this house to a happy home. To all the homeboys that couldn't get their happy home. Turn this house to a happy home. As long as one of us got it, some of us got it. Let's turn this house to a happy home. Stay down. Been kicking it for quite some time. Remain beside me through my trials and this life of crime. We done fought so many times, I forgot the count. I never hit you, not a coward. Rather leave your house. Remember back in December when we were tight. Sipping out of the house. Man is just here reminiscing on the times when things was blessed. You hear me? You hear me? And this is what I'm saying about Pac. He's such a diverse artist. Like, in my five alone, he's given the doofle up the heartbreak. Hit him up. I'll break your heart. <laughs> I'll move mad. You'll, you'll unlock the beast kind of thing. He comes through there yeah. with my leather waistcoat. <laughs> and my Timberland boots. Red. Isn't it? Um, letter to my unborn child. It's like a... I love the child that I'm, a, I'm, I'm never going to see. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so, I don't know what the emotion is behind that, but yeah. I ain't mad at you. Forgiveness. You know what I mean? Happy home. I'm trying to live life nice. Um, I feel like this is the puck we would have now. It would be this times the activist. Yeah. Imagine Puck was alive during BLM. Oh my <laughs> God! Oh, my, we'd have BLM long time. Yeah. Long the, time ago, BLM would have been running for BLM. Jesus. Flipping <laughs> hell. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my five. That is my five. My 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 honorables though. Like I said, California Love didn't even make my top 10. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah I've tried to, with my five, I've tried to lot. give a diverse look at Pac. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've picked, I've got, well, let me see, one, two, three, four, I've got five honorables. Mad, I've got, I got, because of the overlap with I Am Mad At You, I've got two. Okay. I'll run one. Okay. And then we'll just go back to back into, you're done. But yeah, this one here. Machiavellian is... Illuminati, all through your body. The blows like a 12 gauge shot. 
see them church bells, like whenever they put that on a rap tune, you know it's serious. It's Undertakerish, isn't it? Yeah. Somebody had to get tech off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. DMX Tupac or Undertaker. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do we have here now? I just love the opening bar. Don't ramp. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Boy, wheel it! Wheel it! I said, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Blood, is enjoy his head. I'm a nice guy, but anyone can get it. Right. Yeah. Somebody gonna get it hurt Somebody, real bad. Real bad. <laughs> but you know what's mad? Like, I remember getting hit across the head for rapping these lyrics at, a, at an age where I did not know anything about anything. You didn't know about revenge. Hey, the killer, but don't push me. Revenge is not the sweetest thing. You know what I mean? What do you know about what do you know about being pushed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you know killer. about revenge or killer? pussy? Yeah. Killer revenge? Who? Killer what? All of this is go sounding... Kill the plaque in your mouth for talking that nonsense. Go yeah. brush your teeth and go to bed. <laughs> that's, that's what my aunties used to do for real. They used to remix. So they'd hear a two-pack lyric come out your mouth and they'll remix and they'd be like, oh, you can kill, but you can't kill the books. You <laughs> yeah. Can't, always, you can't always, kill your exam results. It's always to do with like learning, isn't it? revenge, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, these are the ruthless ones. Um, I'll, give you, I'll give another one. Um, this one here. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Yeah, you know what time yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Put your hands I'm trying to lay that length. I listened to this song, obviously, uh -huh. when it when I got it when I was younger, right? And I'm just rapping along willingly. Certain things, I understood the theme of the song. Yeah. As I'm getting older, I'm like, whoa, this brother was on this this song has got some filth in it. Oh yeah. I say good in my knuckle game. Raw. Okay, cool. Safe. <laughs> I feel sorry for I'll pray for the pum pum. Cool, Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So this, this is the kind of song that I definitely feel if their timeline is all the Eminem would have If their timeline I know what you mean, actually. But yeah. it wouldn't have been the same type of song. Yeah, it would have taken it a totally different way. Because Casey and Jojo are talking about being thug niggas, needing thug ladies to do yeah. some thuggery in the bed. Uh, Eminem would have come up and been like, you can spin my mouth, you can <laughs> yeah. put a finger in my ass. Pop would have been like, like why yo, for that? Yo, 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 yo. Bon ma <laughs> Marshall, uh, yo, uh, we go, yeah. <laughs> Feature you on another song. <laughs> yeah, hit him up on a remix with that one. All right, what's your, what, what other ones have you got? Honorable, this one hit my soul. Okay, the, this, is, this is what I call the white folk classic. Yeah, this is white, any, white any chav, like real Ned. And have you bought changes? This I, is the reference song. Or they run up to you. Jiken Tupac. Fucking course I know who Tupac is. <laughs> Do you like him, eh? Yeah. Go and put changes on. I'm like, bro, like, it's main, it's main, it's the it's 12 o'clock. Yeah. It's half 12. I'm not putting that on now. It's not time for karaoke. Yeah. If it was early in the room, if it was early in the rave, like 10, half 10, maybe can get run. But, or if it was like quarter to three, maybe can get, in certain raves, maybe can get run. 
can't do two packets, right? You can't do two packets. No, yeah. that. How do you know no two pack? How do you know Ken? Fuck off, man. Go Ken a toothbrush. Uh, that's the way it is. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. But yeah, this is the that's the that's the activist rhythm. Yeah, for real. That's the the BLM. Hey, play rhythm. that just that instrumental, no lyrics, no nothing. Just that <laughs> that'll get the energy <laughs> where it needs <laughs> to be. You know what I mean? It's not even like a hype tune, but it will hype you. Oh, it will. It will. Because the message. A, yeah, the message. Right. That's what I said. Pac always had a story. He always had a message, and he just took the message and said, "Right, let me put certain words in certain places to make it rap to make it a rap song." Pattern that. Um, next things. Ooh. Mother's Day specials. I shout out all the mothers. All the mothers, all the grandmothers, the aunties, the girl cousins. But yeah, hey, listen, that tune there. Yeah. I feel like everyone should run that rhythm at least once a week. Just to remind them, mothers don't have the easy job, you know. They don't have the easiest job. Respect them. Equally fathers too, but you know, Papa was a Rolling Stone. That's <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, like, yeah, that tune is up there. I had, I had to throw that in there. It didn't make the top five, but it had to get featured. It had to. It's just too much of a, it's, it's too much of a loving tune to just overlook. Yeah, it's a big tune. Um, you, got, you got one more in it? Yeah, next honourable that, uh, you know, I guess these younger individuals will only know the more recent iterations of what's going on here, but they'll recognize the. Yeah, you motherfucking right. I'm the bitch that's keeping it live and keeping it hot. When you punk ass niggas don't, nigga West Side. Give me the intros, man. Bring it on. <laughs> Who is that? All of you youngers, yeah, look for me. Nah, do you know what's Jay Z? Nah, do you know what's funny? Yeah. I don't think the youngers would even know that one. Yeah, that's wild, eh? Because this, this would have come out, what? 96, this came out. This is Bonnie Clyde 96. Uh, it was Bonnie and Clyde 03 is the Jay-Z and Beyonce version. Which is all It's not even... F as well. It's like uh, 19 years old. Jeez. <laughs> you see what I mean? Uh, so you're... And the thing is, and the thing is, that was like early in like Beyonce and Jay-Z's like really explosive phase to... Yeah. Stardom. There's been so many other big tunes since then from indivi- from them as individuals. That's like before Crazy and Love and them times there. So yeah, blood before single ladies. I think if we do a Beyonce top ten or a five for five, oh three Bonnie and Clyde is not even he's not even in it. Nah, nah. Even if there's like a group of us, I don't think she's making. I don't think Ovary Bonnie and Clyde is making. Yeah, that's not making. Yeah, definitely. But do you see what I mean? But, but that's, it, it was impactful, but it's not a lick. It was what? That, that is a. If you were around, if you were bubbling in the early 2000s with like the Jay Z and Beyonce era, the um, Diddy and J Lo era, the flipping, 
Ashanti and Ja Rule era, the Fat Joe era. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that era there, the 50 Cent era. Yeah. This that that's gonna be it. Man. But yeah, yeah, big tune, big tune. Uh, all right, cool. My other honourable. Way he comes in on that as well. He comes in completely out of, on the wrong bar. Yeah. Because I I only noticed it when I started to try and um, play it in my sets, and I'm like, wait, he doesn't even come in normal. Uh, he comes in like off, like like almost like gigs. Yeah. You know what I mean? How gigs will just pause, and then and then start barring. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you trying to do to the studio engineers? <laughs> like, <level laughs> <of sanity. laughs> um. Okay, I've actually got one more. I swear to God, two pack cases in Georgia were just on beating the boots of these chicks. Yeah, they combined. I don't think any of them had a moment to Yeah, I mean, two pack had on the waistcoat with no top. Yeah, so first of all, Casey and Jojo were just out here in the finest of silks with maybe one button sewn into it. And, and they had the fans on, greased up. <laughs> you know what I mean? about Tupac when he came out of jail and someone was describing like what the room was like, what the hotel room was like. And they were just like, I swear, it was like, Literally. I was on a rampage. Hey, listen, this was the mid-90s when during the AIDS scare and he was 40. That's good. That's a that's a very healthy and you know sexually educated uh, group of young like, men. Was was each was each one like a B? <laughs> nah. <laughs> For that number to be there, nah. it's like what are you doing? One pump and then and then dashing it. Bro, do, do you know what it is, man? Like uh, it's one of the ones where like you use it and once you've used it for a bit, you just throw it away. Yeah. And like I don't want to go into the specifics and the politics of you know having multiple partners in one evening but i can imagine it's customary to change the condom with different females yeah courtesy 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 like when you knock before you enter a room yeah exactly yeah you got yeah take off your shoes take off your shoes when you come in the yard you know then was it or or rather put on different shoes but anyway we'll go into that because you know um all right cool so that was episode 68 of the Reasoning Seasoning podcast brought to you by your tag team, I go by the name of Ellington, also known as Tone. I go by the name of King Sue. And that was a very special one for me personally because Tupac Shakur is my favorite artist. He has made one of my favorite songs of all times. And yeah, just, yeah, that was a good one, man. I enjoyed that a lot. 
I enjoyed that a lot. Let us know what you think. Um, obviously, like, share, and subscribe to the pod. If you haven't done so, do so. Please leave a comment. Leave a five-star review. Leave five stars. And uh, yeah, it's one of them ones. Huh? Send cash on PayPal. Sims is always trying to get people to pay money. I just want you to like, enjoy it and, I've and had vibe that with as us. Feedback actually. Why huh? do you always do that? I've had someone ask me, why do you always say that? And I'm this guy is not broke either. Because life is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest, I'm not gonna lie to you and be like, hey, we just do it just for the nah, man. We... I feel like we need to give them more than just their pod if you want money from them. We might I, need I, 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 I don't show no Not that. No camera. Hey, <laughs> no, why? Why? Nah, um, not that. I mean, in terms of content, like actual <laughs> podding, podding. Oh, okay. Okay, I see. I, uh, I You know uh, what I mean? All right, anyway, but yeah. Someone's uh, doing big, big Patreon and they don't, not doing a damn thing different than their free subscription. Well, here's the thing. Know, We've got all the content from every single podcast, minus a couple where the cameras malfunction or whatever, but we've literally got of the hundred or so episodes we've done, oh. like pod and the five for five, I've got all the footage. Actually, no, we did, we stopped recording the um, video footage for the five, but yeah, yeah, we've got, I've got literally all the footage minus a couple from the pod. So maybe we start a Patreon, see what happens. It's more admin though. I might have, um, we might have to pay somebody to power yeah. through that one because that is long. Yeah, um yeah Singapore all right then SPA. peoples um thank you for checking out the ep episode 68 of the five for five uh until next week make sure you check out the reason and season podcast that comes out on tuesday but yeah enjoy your weekend yo what's going on people that was reasoning and seasoning five for five if we've missed any songs from today's artists that you think should have been in the top five or at least got an honorable mention hit us up at reasoning and seasoning and remember, if there's any artist that you'd like us to feature in a future episode, let us know using the hashtag reasoning and seasoning.